Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Ring. God bless you for listening. You are listening to Omenesa. Yes, 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 yes. If you haven't, please subscribe to my podcast. You could go on Podbin. You could go on Spotify. Type my name in and click follow or subscribe. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Today, my topic is clutter or should I say declutter? Anyway, you know what I mean. So today is December the 29th, 2019. And yesterday being the 28th, 2019, which was a Saturday, um, you would not believe what happened. So I went out with a friend of mine, dropped her off at the Amtrak here in New York, came back home with the intention of sleeping so I could go to work at night. And to my utmost surprise, I was very, very shocked at what happened, but I'm glad that it did happen. So what happened? What happened is that I came back home eventually. And if any of you live in New York, you would know that Saturdays are absolutely terrible for the for transportation, for train, for bus, for anything that has to do with MTA, which is transportation. So I spent so many hours on the road um and on the train racks yesterday just trying to get home because everything was so disorganized however i did get home eventually and that's why why i use the word eventually because i ended up having to take a taxi now you would think that after going through such a very very hard long day i would come home lie down and sleep but the thing is that as soon as i came back home as soon as i walked into my room I had to be honest with myself and I was like, girl, you have a lot of stuff and that's okay. It's okay to have a lot of stuff. But the thing is, when you live a very, very busy life like I do, you have to keep inventory of your stuff and you have to be consistent with your stuff. Now, let me explain. If you are not keeping inventory of your stuff, if you are not folding clothes or if you are not organized you're gonna end up with clutter you're gonna end up with clutter so what happened to me was that I have or had shoes all over the place well I shouldn't say all over the place but I had shoes all in one corner but I also had uniforms all in that same corner I had shawls all in that same corner because I have uh, um Like I have a pretty nice sized room, but my stuff are more or are bigger or are a whole lot more than than the room. I know that you know what I'm trying to say, but I have a lot of stuff. So compartmentalizing and putting things where they should be has been very, very hard. But after cleaning up yesterday, I found the secret and it's a secret that I had always known. But I mean, it's not every time that we practice what we know, you know. Hmm. So the secret is being consistent. If you are consistent with organizing, with putting things together, um, then this wouldn't be a problem. So today I want to talk about emotional clutter. And I also want to talk about the physical clutter, which is the one that we all know in our homes and everything like that. So I'm going to start off with um, this, like, like with what I've been saying, which is this story that I've been telling you is that when I walked into my house, I just couldn't handle all of that clutter. Right. So I put on my headphones and I started listening to my Afro beats, which gets me going. And then eventually I started 
to listen to podcasts. But I had to do that to motivate myself. And what I started doing was I put everything on the bed. I removed all of my shoes and I put all of them on the bed. And then and then I got a big bag and I put all of my shawls, all of my winter hats and everything and put them all in that bag. And then so the first rule is I had to compartmentalize. I had to organize things first. And if you're somebody like me who is so type A because I am such a perfectionist, which is not a good thing. And that's a topic that we would discuss on another day. Um, but because I'm such a perfectionist, that's art that like that's actually why I had clutter. And I know that that, that doesn't make any sense. To people who are who must have things done in a certain way, if we can't have it done in that way, we just don't do it at all. <laughs> you know, it's like being a black and white person, being very, very extreme, and that's not a good thing. The secret to to decluttering or the secret to not even having clutter in the first place is to be consistent, compartmentalized, and don't be thinking about how perfect things should be. Okay, so... What I did was I put all the bags out and I put everything out, um, put all the bags in one corner, put all the shoes in one corner. And then I started to bag things. I started to put shoes in a bag and then I only let out my my um, work shoes, which is what I use every day. And then I put my other shoes in boxes and the ones that didn't have boxes, I put them in bags. This is what I realized when I started to organize was I started to realize that I have more things than I need. And this is not good. I have more things than I need. So I'm going to start off with the physical clutter. And then I'm going to talk about the emotional clutter. I noticed that I have more black shoes than I should have. And you will not believe that yesterday morning when I dropped my friend off at the Amtrak, I kept telling myself, I need a black shoe. I need a church black shoe. I don't have a church black shoe. All I have are black boots. All I have are black black knee high boots or ankle boots but I don't have church regular church shoes I don't have regular church black shoes I stayed in that store for about 45 minutes trying to make a decision on these black shoes because once again because I am a perfectionist so what I did was my budget for black shoes was $10 and because I saw these shoes for $15 I had to sit down there trying to figure out if I should spend an extra $5 can you imagine because I know a place where I could buy that shoe for $10 so but this place is so far away from where I was at the time so I spent 45 minutes trying to make this decision eventually I bought the shoe only for me to come home and when I was packing all my stuff I saw black shoes yes I have black shoes for goodness sake but because things are are cluttered things are all over the place I didn't realize that I had black shoes this is not good and should I even say that that just like we like like just like they say that gluttony is a sin like when you eat too much I would dare to say that having more stuff than you need is a sin. You just can't keep buying stuff. And I'm talking to myself, Omenasa. I am speaking to Omenasa and I'm speaking to people who are like Omenasa, who who feel the need to own 20 red tops, 20 red shoes, 20 blue tops, 50 white skirts. My goodness. How many of the same color do you need? This is not a good thing. Now, in another topic, 
um, or in another um, episode, I will talk about the psychological reason why people feel the need to buy stuff and to gather stuff because there is a reason to that. Okay, if you're eating too much, there is a reason to that. If you're buying the same things too much, there there is a reason to that. But that's not what I want to focus on today. I want to focus on declutter. As I'm talking to you right now, my room is sparkling clean. My room is compartmentalized. Everything is where they should be. My uniforms, my scrubs for work, they are where they 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 should be. All my books and all my paperwork, they are where they should be. I have put them all in a big drum. And next week I will open up that drum and then I'm going to start tearing up paper and I'm going to start getting rid of paperwork and getting rid of letters and getting rid of cards that I do not need. A card that was sent to you in 1905. This is 2019. A card was sent to you in 1905 and this card was not sent by your mother or by your father. It has no sentimental value. Why is it still there? Why? 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 Why do we still have this? Why? Hmm. Yes. So this is what I'm talking about today is decluttering. So now how do you get rid of or how do you start to declutter or how do you get rid of this this personality or whatever is you put things right back where you got them from as soon as you come back home and you take off your clothes you either put them in the laundry bin or you fold them up or you hang them up you don't throw them on the floor or leave them on your bed because then you're going to do exactly what I've been doing, which is sometimes you're going to end up sleeping on your clothes and sleeping on your shoes. Mm-hmm. Number two, try to go paperless, um, which is what I've started doing um, is when I buy stuff, I ask them to send me the receipt via email or via a text message. Don't take paper home with you because then it's just adding more to paperwork. When people give you flyers on the streets. Ask them for the vital information about that that event and put the event in your phone. Don't take flyers. If you do take a flyer and you copy it in your head, give the flyer to somebody else. You want to eliminate clutter in your purse, clutter in your room, clutter in your closets, in your drawers. No paper. Number three, don't buy what you don't need. I just gave you the story about the black shoes. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, now I could return it, but the truth is that the store is so far away from where I am and I don't have that energy and I can't do it so now I have what a a shoe that I don't need the worst size of it is that because I thought that I needed a black shoe so bad I am a size seven and a half and sometimes I do wear an eight do you know that I bought this shoe in a size nine why because I needed it so bad and so I told myself that I'm just gonna buy insoles and put the insoles in a size nine And then maybe, maybe my foot would grow bigger to fit the size nine. Like, can you see how when you are so obsessed with something or doing things without thinking, can you see how sometimes you could go overboard? Okay, moving on. Hmm. The next thing is be consistent with your laundry. Be consistent. Have a specific day when you do your laundry. Do your laundry because if you don't do your laundry, then you're going to create some some kind of part of the house where you're putting your laundry and you're putting all your stuff in and you're putting all the laundry in and then one day it's going to overflow and then now you're putting it on the floor and then you're going to end up putting it on the bed and then you're going to put it on your head and then you're going to be buried under dirty clothes. Mm-hmm. Next. Try to declutter weekly. Try to clean your home weekly. Clean the house weekly. So that the days that you didn't put stuff where they were supposed to be put, 
you could use that day to put stuff where they should be put but the truth is that if you're doing all of this every day if you are practicing decluttering every single day putting stuff where they should belong and not buying stuff that you don't need and hanging stuff and all of that you wouldn't have a whole bunch of declutter you wouldn't be losing stuff i can't even begin to tell you how many things i found yesterday i found a hair moisturizer that i have been looking for for a very very long time i was able to find medicine that i've been looking for i found my contacts that i've been looking for my medicated contacts my prescription contacts my goodness i found shoes that i didn't even know i had let's not even talk about shoes because as far as i'm concerned that has become an addiction anyway moving on so now let us talk about um yeah let us talk about the emotional aspects of decluttering so the number one reason why our brain is so full and why we feel like we are about to burst is because that a lot of us do not declutter our minds now in this aspect i have to say that i am becoming a pro in emotional decluttering because i work really really hard on my emotional life and i have a therapist and i write in a journal and i have always been very very honest with myself i am somebody who's very very forthright about my emotions and about my dealings with people and their dealings with me i have no hang-ups in apologizing i have no issues with ego um which by the way ego means Means edging God out I always make sure that God is in everything that I do everything that I say and because of that my emotional life has come to a very healthy equilibrium unlike years ago or unlike um, oh years ago I was a complete mess and then two years ago when my mother died <coughs> like I started to work more on my emotions and now like I said like I feel like I'm almost a pro so let's talk about emotional decluttering um, first of all, have a um, um, have a journal and this journal every day. As soon as you wake up in the morning, please have a journal where you dump everything. You dump your ugly emotions. You dump your anger. You write down what you feel about that person. You write a letter to that person, but you never send it. You write all of your emotions, how I hate this person and how I hate God and how I hate this and I can't stand this and I can't stand that. Mind you, the point is you are bringing out whatever is in your head because when you bring out whatever is in your head, then you could see it for what it really is and then you could start to really dig deeper and find out why, why you feel the way that you feel. You would realize that the more you keep digging and keep digging and keep digging, you would realize that the problem is not even as big as you thought that it is and even if it is, you would have a solution by then because you are no longer bewildered by all of these emotions so have a dump book write down everything and then also have a gratitude book i have a gratitude book book and i also have a book where i write down everything that i do every single day and what somebody said to me and how it made sense and all the lessons and life lessons and everything like that how my day went and why it went the way that it did and all the blessings that i got from it and blah 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 write down all of that all the gratitudes all the good things everything that you managed to do on that day and how somebody surprised you and how you got a phone call and how you bumped into somebody that you haven't seen in a very long time and how God answered your prayer and all of that have that book okay have that book um and then number two 
turn somebody into a book <laughs> which will be a therapist or a counselor and dump everything on that person and tell everybody and tell that person everything that that you're going through make sure that the person is a sound person and that the person can give you good feedback I have a psychiatrist I also have a therapist I have a mentor I have an emotional coach and I have um, a, a seven pillar support team um, <clears throat> I have people who help me with my business I have people who help me with my emotions I have a friend who I call and I dump everything on and they listen so also make sure that you have people that you can talk to have a counselor have a therapist have somebody okay um and then um also um I have a mental library you know how like in a real library they have books that are for laughter for kindness for fiction for this for that have have a section of that in your head where you have time for laughter for kindness and forgiving and for gratitude and then all the books that are not good like horror and and all of those type of negative books or whatever put that in a segment in your head in a section in your head titled life lessons yes and you only refer to those or to that section of your brain whenever you need a life lesson Mm-hmm. also beware of the monsters that are in your head gossip jealousy self-loathing greed be see once again if you are honest with your emotions and you're writing them down and you feel a certain way oh i am jealous oh i am bitter mm, i am really really angry if you are are admitting your emotions the less monsters you will have the reason why you're gossiping why you are jealous why you are angry why you're going through all of this emotions is because all of these emotions is because you are not being honest with yourself about the emotions in the first place so basically it just keeps growing and growing and growing what started off as a seed now has become a tree and is right in the middle of your life and is in the middle of your home and there's no space to do anything now it has branches and it has has fruits now people are eating off all of those fruits from your projection and from your bad anger and from your bad attitude and then you also don't have a choice because now you're eating your own fruits because that's all you're left with because it's right in the middle of your home so you need to get rid of that by journaling and by being honest with your emotions i always say i always tease africans i tease nigerians we are very we we are not emotional people we are very <laughs> we are very walled off a lot of things with us is is self is self um mechanism it's 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 very very exterior we are very very brash with ourselves and i dare say that our culture is very very brash with people and um that's why a lot of nigerians like when they come to america it is a humbling pie honey it's a humble pie to eat they get fired from jobs uh, just just all kinds of things because we are coming from a culture that is very very brash very very abrasive and that's because we are abrasive with ourselves so unconsciously and subconsciously we are also abrasive with people this is another topic that i don't even want to get into right now but if you are in that category of where you wall off your emotions, you're not honest with yourself about how you really feel. You work so much to hide how you feel. You buy stuff to hide how you feel. You correct people and yell at people. You are highly opinionated. All of that is all to hide whatever you feel in your own life. Then you need to fix that. You need to start being more vulnerable with yourself. 
and then eventually you would start being vulnerable with um, people and you would also eventually have mercy for people because you have mercy for yourself keep this in mind if you cannot do great things then do the small things in a great way and that was written by napoleon hill these are little steps that you can start taking and start doing them consistently and consistently and consistently and you would see that things will definitely 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 change in your life before i go i want to leave you with this quote don't let negative and toxic people rent space in your head raise the rent and kick them out this was written by robert Tew. listen when you raise the rent with everything that you do with your friends even on yourself, when you raise the rent on yourself, when you start to expect more, you would notice that things will fall in place. Once again, thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Ring. I enjoy doing what I'm doing. Um, and uh, please get in touch with me online, on on Instagram, on Facebook, and get involved in my weekly and um, conferences, both the ones that are online and the ones that are face-to-face. Pearls International, Pauls International, and The Ring. The Ring is a motivational group for men and women. Pearls is a group for women, and Paul is a group for men. Find the dates, find the locations, and please be a part of it. Once again, thank you so much for being um, being supportive of all that I do and all of and and of all that God has called me to do. Remember, it's not enough to wake up in the morning. You have to get out of bed. God bless you. Bye bye.